Hello, everyone. Hi, Angie. Hi, Nicole. Hey, I didn't do it and I'll drab like blah. No, sometimes I forget, honestly, that there's other people listening because that's where I'm just like, hi. <laughs> you know, you walk into a coffee shop. Hi, oh my gosh. Well, I can tell you that the reason why I'm not sounding drab is because it's getting warmer outside. Does that do something to you like it does to me? I hesitated because I was thinking about, ooh, what does it do to her? Like, tell me, what does it do to you? Oh my gosh, the warmer weather, spring around the corner, daylight savings is starting next week. I mean, oh, it is? In the 14th. Fiddle, I didn't know that. Yeah, but there's just something about being able to go outside again and I can wear regular shoes and not boots. I mean, there's just something about this time of the year. I love spring. So regular shoes. Regular I su- shoes. I suppose you don't do what my kids are already doing. Flip-flops. Bare feet. Your kids are in bare feet? One day. Yesterday, I guess it was. Evelyn really? was out. Maybe it was a couple of days ago. Do they wear bib overalls with one side hanging off? Right. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just say I told her to come in. That was, you know, it feels good, but don't don't be deceived. It's still winter. Yes. It's muddy. It's and wet. And we could still get snow. I yes. understand that. Isabel freaked out the other day because it started to have flurries. She was like, no. Yeah. There said, was what? flurries the other day. No, but she was freaking out. She goes, we're going to get another storm. Like no snow on the ground because it's melted. And it started flurrying and she's freaking out. She's like, they're going to cancel school and then we're going to have to be extended. And I said, really? <laughs> like, really? Yeah, it was just a, the, the wind was cold. The temperature was still like 38, but the wind was cold and brought all this snow in. Yes, Couldn't it's believe it. the sun. I'm, I oh, appreciate. Sun, yes. I know. <laughs> I appreciate the sun. I, there's something about the springtime and the renewal. I mean, in my mind, I love renewal. I love that every day is a brand new day to start. I love it when we have a Monday because Monday is a brand new week to start. And we just had March 1st was a brand new day, a brand new week, a brand new month. I was super excited when I was on the air because I was like, it's all fresh. It's all new. brand new, Angie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, no, that's not quite right. (laughs) But it is some, there's something about the renewing that happens in springtime. And I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get antsy. Like I'm craving some adventure. I need to go out and do something. I need to travel. I need to, is that, is that COVID related or is that, you know, quarantine related or is that because it's springtime? So I feel like you were like in my head because that's exactly where Brian and I are right now. Really? We, we are changing it up. We're going to different restaurants we haven't really gone to or been a part of. Yeah, just to change it up. Yes. So needing that change and that renewing and that freshness. And I think it's a mix of, it's been a long winter. It's, it was beautiful. All that snow was just beautiful, but it was long. And that one, what, week and a half where it was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that felt like a month. Oh, with all the snow. Right, right. So it was beautiful, but it's, it's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for that change. And we've lived all over. I've told you, you know, we've lived in, I grew up in Florida, California, Hawaii, all these places. And unless you live there, you don't see the changes. So they do have seasons, but it's different. But being in Ohio, one of the things I do appreciate is there are distinct (laughs) changes and seasons. And if you don't go through that or you don't experience that, then you can't appreciate it. Yeah. My sister was telling me the other day, she lives in central New York. Right. And she was like, yeah, we got this terrible snowstorm coming through. And I'm like, really? But I forget when it snows there, it stays. Right until April. At least it did when I was a kid. It may be changing because every place is changing. But I've I've driven to New York before in the wintertime. And just below Cleveland, there's like this magic space and 
everything is clear. There's no snow past this one section. Yeah, it's really strange. It's just below Cleveland. And and everything around Cleveland, they probably still got a bunch of snow. Huh. Because of that lake effect thing. I don't understand it. I'm not a weather person. But, you know. Anyway, springtime is here. I'm getting antsy. I want to travel. It's not officially spring, but we're it's pre pre game. We are we are weeks away. I know. Pre-game. I am ready for it. Yes, I am also looking forward to not just traveling because I am dying to travel. I don't have the money to travel, but I do want to travel. But also now conferences are picking back up, yep. and concerts are picking back up. So I'm I'm starting to watch these things. You know the COVID numbers are down, so that's always good news. I know, man. I just want to get out. I actually was thinking about bringing my sneakers and walking at the park across the street. It's been so beautiful. You said sneakers. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why wouldn't it be tennis shoes? Do you call them tennis shoes? I don't play in tennis. I'm sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> but I go out to the barn instead and I ride my horse, which somebody said to me the other day, that's not exercise. I'm like, it absolutely is when you ride the way I ride. It is absolutely exercise. We'll challenge the person who said it's not exercise. And yeah. so you go try it and then tell me what you think. <laughs> and if your body hurts or if you are sore. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the average non-rider, if you get on a horse, you're basically sitting on them and you're just moving your arm. You don't know how to do all the stuff. But when the way that I ride is I'm always moving my legs and my hands to do different things with the horse making the horse do different things right so I'm constantly it's like an aerobics class matter the first ride that I had the day after I couldn't even sit my gluteus gluteus <laughs> or whatever you want to call it Maximus my leg and my butt hurt so oh my bad gosh Maximus that's the horse on Tangled is that why why is his name Maximus I have no sorry idea. total squirrel there but speaking of Maximus I Uh-oh. walked out on Saturday <laughs> To the barn, and as soon as I walked in, I was met with an absolutely huge horse. There is a Clydesdale that is now in our barn. His oh. name is Bruce, and he's beautiful. Bruce. He is so beautiful. And I walked in, and I went, oh, my gosh, who is this beautiful boy? And oh, they wow. were like, this is Bruce. Does he get along with everybody else? Is he the dominant horse now? I mean, they don't all go out together, but he's so well-mannered. And even even Rick was saying, you know, I lead him around all the time. He's so good. And she just rides him for fun. But yeah, he's huge. He was getting his feet done. And the farrier was like, his feet are so heavy. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of cool to have a Clydesdale out there. Yeah. Just, just the enormity of those horses and how they move. And they're just beautiful. All the hair. And yeah, I just love them. Love them. And next door to the barn are Frisians, which absolutely are my favorite horse. Have you ever seen a Frisian? I don't think so. I'll have to look it up. They're big. They're big horses and kind of like a, a workhorse would be, but they're black and they have the feathers on their feet, which means what? not feathers, but we call them feathers, oh. but they're hair on their feet. So they have hairy feet. Okay. And they're really beautiful. And you can do anything with a Frisian. You can drive them. You can ride English. You can ride side saddle. You can ride Western. I mean, you can do everything on a Frisian. They're beautiful horses, but they're big. You know why I like big horses? Makes my, makes my butt look small. Oh, my stars. <laughs> Gluteus Maximus. <laughs> anyway, but that's my spring. I'm really looking forward to being on my horse more and just getting out and, and enjoying nature. I am. We're going to try and venture and have a garden this year. Oh, yeah. So we've tried it before. And the first year, it didn't work. So we tried it again. Okay. And it didn't work. Maybe we did it two or three years in a row. 
Are you mixing stuff in? Because I got plenty of horse poop available. You would need that? <laughs> yeah, so it's like fertilizer. fertilizer. But you get you don't get the fresh stuff. You get the stuff from like last year, which is also available. So if you need oh some stuff Oh my gosh, to I feel like in, you're like placing a product placement. I am a product placement. You, I have manure. I don't have it, but it's at the barn. I'm sure they'd love to give you some to take. And you can just mix it in with your garden. Now, I will listen, let, I'll let Brian make those decisions. I am not. And I do know plenty of places that are like, come get our poop. They will take, they will let you take it. But I'm, I'm telling sorry. you, I, I am the last person to talk to you about a garden because I feel like I have a black thumb. I am surprised when I can keep a plant alive for any amount of time. I'm not saying that I want to talk about it. I'm saying this is a pipe dream, but Ryan's doing research or oh, yeah. supposed to be doing research or said that he'd be willing to do research to do a little bit more. I think we, when we first moved here, we just were trying to do too much too fast and when you have too many things going on. But you have the perfect place for a garden. Like you have the the perfect spots. And you could have a big garden with all kinds of stuff to, to feed the many children you have and your family, I'm sure. I know. And they are bottomless pits right now. Yeah. The so boys. Oh, have them go stars. out there. My mother used to say, you can go to the garden and you can eat anything off the, the stuff that I'm growing. Right. Just go eat it. Because it was vegetables and it was homegrown. And what was your favorite Oh, the cherry tomatoes. Yes, yes. My mother always made the cherry tomatoes and we would just, I would just go out there and I just <gasps> wipe them off and eat them. There, I, I just ate them. My mouth is watering. There is something about a fresh cherry tomato. The, I know. It's, it's warm and oh my gosh. Yeah, I wouldn't eat it in the middle of the day because well, it got no, kind of hot. Like when you think about a fresh tomato, it's not in the fridge where it's cold. It's just, it's just room temperature. Yes. I had bought some at the store a couple weeks ago and I don't. I don't know what they were called, but they were the best tomatoes I have had. I literally ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. Oh, yum. I'm sure that was so not on my plan, but I loved it. They were all my snack. Better than a whole thing of... Oreos. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Did you see the new Oreos that are out now? They're starting... I don't pay attention intentionally. No, they were advertised and it's obvious because they're pink. I don't know what it Pink is. Oreos? It has something to do with Lady Gaga. I'm not sure. I oh, don't not understand breast cancer? No. Oh. Not that I know of. But anyway, I didn't know if you knew anything about it. I don't know anything, but I do know about peeps. Have you heard about the peeps? Now, I would never eat a peep because it's just pure sugar, right? It's marshmallow with sugar on it. But what do you mean heard about them? Is well, you know the little new? You know the little peeps that well, they yeah, have? yeah, the bunnies or the chicks. Yeah. yeah. Now they have supersized ones. And it takes five of the regular ones to equal one of the big ones. The super size. It's new this year. You can get two of these gigantic peeps in a package. So my five inches high. Five inches high. My father in law loves them. He's like a sugar addict. Oh. And but his favorite are to get them weeks in advance and he'll take the cellophane off and leave them out to To get get them hard. hard. Yeah. And then you just eat them dry. I guess. Well, I suppose that's doable. What about freezing them? He doesn't uh, freeze Never them. tried it, never thought about it. Or just in the cold for refrigerator. Either way, these peeps are gigantic. So if you are into to... peeps, they're five inches tall. No. I'm not. I'll have to keep an eye out, I guess. But there's fun things you can do with peeps, like recipes and things. So How do you know that? I, because I, I get all this stuff in my show prep. I learn all this oh, stuff. Oh, you know. <laughs> you know. Fun I mean, facts. Is that what it is? Fun it's facts? my job. <laughs> it's your job to know about peeps. It's, my, it's just what comes across. Oh, here's the best part about the peeps. Not only are they supersized this year, or there are supersized ones available in packages of two. Oh, my gosh. But 
They are in hot tamale flavor and Fruit Loops flavors. Oh, that's disgusting. Not the hot tamales. That's fantastic. Oh, that makes my stomach upset. I love hot tamales. I love hot tamales. Just because it's cinnamon. I love cinnamon. Anything with cinnamon. Well, we've talked about that before. Yes. And I also love lemon. Somebody made lemon cake the other day at a potluck, which I did a not potluck. eat. potluck. You with your potluck and sneakers. Go ahead. <laughs> I just thought, sorry. You must call these things different things. No, I think these are words. Yes, I do. But I think those are words that I heard as a child that <clears throat> older people would use. Oh, well. Like grandparents had I sneakers. I am older than you. We're having a potluck at church. Anyway, go ahead. What do you call it at church? A carrion. That's because people don't want to use the word luck. They oh, is to, that what it is? They need to get over that. Those people who don't want to say potluck are ones that won't bring the deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have the deviled eggs too. Yes. Okay. So, so tell we me were, about your potluck. We were at a potluck and I saw this oh, one, lemon cake. one cake there and I knew that was lemon cake. And so I did not touch it because I knew that that was lemon cake and that's my Weakness. weakness. Oh my goodness. But then as they were taking it away, someone was picking it up to take it away. And I said, is that a lemon cake? And she goes, oh yeah. And there was just this little crumb. And I was like, okay. So I took the, I took a couple of little crumbs and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, I'd be happy to clean that for you. Yeah. And you I would have taken just, it. What was left, I could have just stuck my mouth on it and had it all to myself. But those were the days before I lost weight. <laughs> right. So do you like um, lemon heads if lemon is your mm, thing? I'm not into candy, especially okay. hard candy. So my thing is lemon in baking. So lemon cookies, lemon cake. Interesting. Very much so. So refreshing, which what you were talking about was spring. There's something refreshing about lemon. Lemon. Yeah. It's the citrusy thing, maybe. Because I also love an orange cranberry scone. Scones are like my favorite baked thing. Interesting. And I'm not I, a scone girl. You're not? Oh, no. they're so good with coffee. It's making me hungry and I don't want to eat right now. Interesting. <laughs> Do you like lemon jello? We've been eating a lot of jello at home. Oh, Wow. Like every day. I have day. not had lemon jello. It's not my favorite. It's pretty though, but I'm it's sure. not my favorite. No, I, mm, I would say that probably sticking with the baking, but I am the kind of person that has to have lemon in my water and I can suck on a lemon. I can just eat a lemon. Oh, I love lemon. stars. And you know, I, I actually didn't know, but my daughter loves lemon too, but she also loves banana. You know, like banana pudding, anything so with banana in it. Attracted to the yellow. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. How did we get on that? How did we get on that? Don't, we get don't on ask food? me to think back through all that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it had. Anyway, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't all know. All right. We're talking springtime. Yes. What makes you think it's finally springtime? Besides the snow melting and the warm sun temperatures and the sunshine. What else makes you think now it's springtime? Well, the calendar tells me it's almost spring. Yeah. So let's stick with the obvious. I have two birthdays this month. Well, I personally don't have two birthdays this month. <laughs> I would we not want to have double. We have two birthdays <laughs> in our home. And we're going to have a 10-year-old. Allie will be 10 actually tomorrow. Wow. And then Ian is at the end, uh, March 22nd. And I had to stop because... Growing up, he would say March 22. So I always think it's March 22. And so we always know that's around spring. So that's kind of as it gets closer to their birthdays. He's going to be 15? He'll be 15. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 
Well, he's finally the age of how tall he looks. You oh, know what I mean? Stars, he's taller than me. I, I think he's 16 or 17 half the time. So spring for me would be the kids' birthdays are coming. And yeah. then you talk about Easter and yeah. oh, spring break Easter. for the kids. Yeah, I I have, uh, I'm daylight savings is my first one. When, okay. when daylight savings starts, that's like, okay. And then the next thing is, you know, the actual 20th, but Easter as well. And I have to tell you this year, I feel like Easter is taking on something a little different in my heart. Are you, do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Why? I just looking at where we were at a year ago and the year that we've had. And when I say we, I mean, literally the world. Right, right. You're, I know for me, I'm looking at Easter in such a different light relating to life and Christ and resurrection and oh, just yeah. all of it wrapped up. And I feel like God's doing something in oh, the world. Absolutely. Hands down. hundred percent agree. Oh gosh. And I'm just so excited. That's another thing about spring. I feel like there's going to be a renewing yep. in the world and people going and looking harder, even harder yep. to find the answer. And we have the answer. But here's the thing is a couple weeks ago, I sat down and I watched The Chosen Have you watched them yet? I have not. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you how impactful these shows are. The first season is out. There's eight of them. And you can even watch them on YouTube, which has information from the director. He kind of sets it up for you. And then he has interviews afterwards, but he runs the actual episode in the middle of that. They did a live stream event last year. Well, they're about ready to release season two and I can't wait, but The way that now people, you know, they are concerned that maybe that's not biblical, blah, blah, blah. It says right in the beginning that they take a little bit of liberty. They went in and really examined the apostles and where they came from and why they might have been the way they were. For instance, Peter was the guy carrying the sword, chopped off the ear of the servant when Jesus was arrested. right? Right. He obviously was more of an aggressive guy. He was the guy who was so much in. He was he was a man's man. Like he was always the one who had the zeal to a fault sometimes, right? right? And and so they took that of what we know of Peter in the Bible and the fact that he was such a pillar when it came to acts. Right. And they went back and they kind of formulated where he would have come from to make him that kind of a guy. And I love that. I love that they made him that kind of a guy who really fought as a kid and as a young adult to really find his place in the world. But then Jesus came and he just fell on his knees and he was like, get away from me. I'm not even worthy. Like his sin all of a sudden, he was aware of all of it in front of Jesus. And so I love the way that they expounded on Peter. He's my favorite character in this whole thing. But all of the disciples, they're digging into how these guys would have grown up to be who they were based on what we know. And they make Jesus very much more relatable because, you know, Jesus was a son of God or is the son of God, but he, he also had fun with them. Right. You know? And so there was a fun scene where they're all dancing and they had just talked about how Andrew had four left feet and he's like four. And he's like, Peter says, yeah, he's like a donkey that's having a fit or whatever. And 
at the end, he says, could you maybe help Peter? Could you maybe help Andrew with his dancing? And he goes, sorry, Peter, there's even some things I can't help with. That was Jesus lying. And I thought it was so funny. And one other time, Peter's trying to say, hey, don't take Matthew because Matthew's a tax collector and you don't understand all about him. And he's like, and now Matthew, they've made have Asperger's which is really interesting too. And and there's a reason behind that as well. Not that we have documented history that he had Asperger's, but just the fact that, that Jesus went after everybody. Right. Anyway, Matthew is a genius in his, um, in his Asperger's, but he's, he gets called by Jesus and Peter's like, don't take him because he's different. Right. And Jesus says, get used to different. And I love that line because that's actually one of the t-shirts you can buy from, (laughs) from chosen. (laughs) But anyway, just the way that, yes, they're taking liberties, but it's not wrong. It just kind of helps you to understand where that character may have come from. For instance, Mary Magdalene, she was delivered from several demons. They went back and they took it from her childhood of how it might have happened to where she would have had all that happen. And then this happened. Wow. So. So impactful. And the first time I'd actually seen The Chosen, you know, you hear about it and hear about it and hear about it, but it's hard to figure out where do you go find it. And I saw the Christmas special and the Christmas special was beautiful. It was, it really gripped me. Well, then I started looking a little harder to find season one and I found this YouTube stream that was from last year and started watching them there and and hearing the, the director's take on it and then watching some of the behind the scenes videos and things like that. And there's a, there's a group of guys that are actually writing this and they go back into the history and they do all these things really, really impactful. So I watch it on a Friday night. I binge watched it because there's eight episodes, seven and eight, my absolute favorite because seven, let me tell you, they dig into who Nicodemus is even more. And I loved that. And it's, Oh, man, I just can't even explain it. But you, you start to understand more about this Pharisee who really knew who Jesus was and had a choice to make, but he still visited him in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> so anyway, seven and eight are my favorites. Can't wait for the next season. So that happened on a Friday. On Sunday, my mom shares the Christmas special on my family thread And I said, I can't believe you just shared that. I just watched season one and it was so impactful. She said, I'm watching it right now, too. To which what my sister said, what are you guys watching? Tell me about it. And I said, you can find it on YouTube, which she said, "Okay, I would love it if my sister would watch this. Okay, fast forward. Sunday night, my mom or maybe that was on Saturday. My mom shared that. Sunday night, my mom texts me and says, I just finished season one and it changed me. It, it was so impactful for my life. And oh, so she called Angie. me. She called me to have a conversation about it. And that's what these movies can do. Forget nitpicking them to death. They are powerful and they're helping people to see who Jesus really is. So as you were sharing all of that, it reminded me when I was younger of a song Back in the 80s, do you remember the group Whiteheart? Yeah. There was a song called Read the Book, and the song was about read the book, don't wait for the movie. Oh, wow. And I remember that (laughs) impressing me as a child. Like, wow. 
and now it's happening. They're, they, they are creating, even with storybooks. So we've done a lot of storybook, the kids mm-hmm. animated right. things um, that just write out of scripture. But people don't read the Bible. Right. We as Christians don't read it often as much as what we should. I mm-hmm. mean, there's all of that. But to take it to the next level, I don't know. That just impacted me as a child. The, Read the book. The movie, don't wait for the movie. The movie is the first part. And they're looking at eight seasons and it's all crowdfunded. That's it, all of us are funding it. Wow. So you can go on there and you can give a donation and it tells you how many people will be able to watch this video based on what you're giving. And that with the series. Right. So it, they are relying on people. To fund them. They don't get major, you know, sponsors and things like that. There's no Coca-Cola sitting on somebody's table in the movie. Right. So, yeah, they're, it's completely crowdfunded. And it's millions of dollars, obviously, for this, That's you know, the making of this. So, I highly recommend it. There is an app on your phone where you can type in The Chosen. And you can watch all of these on the app. Um, but I don't like to watch it on a small screen. Right. So I went ahead to YouTube and looked it up, The Chosen. And you can see, like I said, the director talking. Um, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. I'll it's so impactful. It yeah, it's, it, yeah. I don't know what else I could say about that. What a wonderful opportunity, just like you were sharing about your family, to open the door for conversation. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's into being entertained. And people will watch a movie. Yes. Or they'll listen to music. This is why our ministry is so important because we're telling them about Jesus in song and they're telling them about Jesus in a movie, which is an interesting movie and so well written and so well filmed. I just, I can't get over how professional these are. These guys are uh, super anointed and they've had blessing after blessing and it's just really cool to watch. And I felt like at the end, how can I do more? Like, what can I do more besides sponsoring? I have a, a voice. I have a microphone. What can I do to help? And there are, there are some media options. So I may try to get an interview with one of the producers or something. You know, I think that would be really cool. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I think that everybody should take some time and watch them. So versus, uh, episodes one through four were kind of a building of the story. And then you start seeing things come together at around four, maybe it was one through three, they start building and then four and on. I'm watching them again. So there's already eight seasons or eight episodes? Eight episodes in one season. They've already filmed episode. They've already filmed season two, but they are getting ready or they're producing it right now. Okay. And they'll be releasing it soon. And how you watch that is by paying it forward. You go on, you buy so many shows, then you get to watch it for free when it's fresh. Right, right, right. So, they released episode or they released season one so that we could all watch it and get on board. But yeah, it's incredible. So much money to do these, but listen, they're doing it so well. They're doing it so well. It's really incredible. So this Easter takes a little bit of a different in my mind. It's a little different because now I've just watched this video and it made me think a little bit more about the characters in the Bible. And it made me think a little bit more Outside the box, right? I guess about who these characters might be. Well, we think these people in the Bible are—I mean, Jesus is the only one that's perfect. But I know for me, I think about oh, they had it all together. Oh, they this. Oh, they, it was so easy for them to just 
do this or do that. Right. But to hear you say that they really dug deep into who the disciples were. Right. He says, the director even says, you, if you were asked who were the disciples, you would say Peter, John, and the rest. Because we don't really know a lot. But what do we know about Thomas? Well, he was known as Doubting Thomas because of the scene in Acts where he said, put your fingers here and, put your, and feel the side. But he goes into it more in the movie. And you find out more about where Thomas might have come from and why he was such a doubter. And what do you know about Thaddeus? Mm -hmm. Nothing. But, you know, there may be some history there that they're diving into to kind of bring about who that might be. So, yeah, they're digging in a little deeper into all the disciples. I think it's kind of cool. That sounds awesome. And Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus and more. So, yeah, it's pretty neat. So start with reading the book. Then <laughs> well, check out. I even think that this would actually help people when they're reading the book. Sure. So they watch the movie and it'll be like, I don't remember that in the Bible, but then they go and look. Right. So that whole scene where Jesus tells Peter to go and go out for a catch and he catches all the fish and he almost sinks both boats. There was so much fish and he fell at Jesus knees and said, I'm not worthy. Get away from me. I'm not worthy. Right. They did that scene in the movie. And I went back into Luke and read it again and was like, wow, they did that one. Exactly. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's my commercial for The Chosen. Go watch it. You'll be glad you did. And don't nitpick. It's not. It's it's good. It is so good. And you had product placement all along. Peeps. Yeah. <laughs> Peeps and Coca-Cola. Yeah. No, I'm, my product placement is by the chosen. I mean, crowd, crowdfund it with well, us. Well, there's enough time between now and Easter to, you know, what, how many weeks till Easter? You can watch one episode a, a week. Not oh, right there, you won't be there. able to do it. You'll want to watch. Binge watch. You'll want to binge watch it. It's just so good. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm going through it again. I would, I would prefer to watch that than anything else. But the fact that my family watched it or is watching it or whatever, um, it's super, super exciting for me because I pray for them every day. And so by Sunday morning, I was so overcome by God's goodness because he was watching, because he was showing me the different things that he's doing. You know, he doesn't owe me anything, but he started to show me what God's, what he is doing in the background. Yeah. And that overwhelmed me so much that on Sunday morning, I was playing music with Jen we were practicing at church and I started to sing the song Jesus from Chris Tomlin and I couldn't keep it together yeah. because I thought about how good God is and what he's doing. And I was overwhelmed, just broke down into tears and Jen didn't know what was going on, but she prayed with me and you know, the pastor was there, but he didn't say anything, but he came up later and he says, I don't know what kind of feelings you're feeling right now, but I didn't want to interrupt. And I said, it's all good. Like it's all goodness. What a beautiful way for him to approach you. Because our pastor said on Sunday about coming forward and the altar and where people will think something's wrong. Whenever you go forward or whenever you're crying at church or whenever you're emotional, the, the enemy gets in your head. What's wrong with them? What happened? What's going on? And yes. then you, it's just, it's garbage. It's, right. it's not necessary. It's spending time with the Lord, whatever that looks like. Yeah. That's like when you have an altar call for prayer. Yes. Okay. You don't have to go up there just because something's wrong and you need prayed for. Right. How about 
here's some people that can pray me into the next step with Jesus. Right. Or, you know, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be negative. No. Go forward. Go do it. My friend did that the other day. She's like, why would I miss a chance to get blessed by these people to pray for me? Right. I'm going to do it. And she didn't have anything wrong. Right. She just said, I want, I'm all in with God. I just want more. Right. And they prayed for her. Yep. So, yeah, I, there's, there's too much we think about ourselves in those moments. And the bottom line is we just got to love Jesus because man, he loves us. And you know, if we could just let go and let him love us and we love him back. I was reading that yesterday and I said that on air, I actually said it. He talks about how much he loves us, but how do we love him back? Yeah. And his simple words are take up your cross and follow me. He wants us to join him, but that cross gets heavy. The cross is, you know, it's burdensome and we think it's going to be hard. And he's saying, yes, it can be. And it probably will be, but do it anyway. Right. There's obviously blessings on the other side when we take up our cross and follow him. And the question is, are we all in or are we just kind of in? That was actually my video that I just, re I just recorded. I love spending time with you. Yeah. Thank you. Am I... Am I saying anything that makes sense? <laughs> it's again, stuff you hear. I mean, I, you hear things all the time, but over and over and over, and then it just starts to resonate. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think that if any relationship, if we don't love that person well, then why are we in the relationship? Right. And that's the same with God and with Jesus. Like, I know they're not standing in front of us, but they require just as much. And I, I, I wish people would understand that God desires a relationship. And I, I hear people say, well, I, you know, I pray throughout the day and I'm thinking, well, if I just kind of talk to my spouse, you know, every once in a while throughout the day and maybe just throw a few requests at him, he wouldn't really feel like he was loved. Right. But when I spend time with him and I say, hey, tell me about your day. I'm sure that's what you and Brian are doing when you go to Panera, right? You sit down and you say, tell me about your life. Tell me about what you're feeling. Why don't we do that with God? God, why, what are you feeling right now? How can I love you better? It's a relationship with him. Right. And I feel like we need to just dig into that. And what better time to do it than springtime? Spring. Yeah. Spring. <laughs> a new budding relationship with the lover of our souls. Yep. I love it. Yeah, it's good. I know. I feel like I just preached a sermon. Maybe I did. Maybe you did. Or maybe you're just speaking from the heart and that's who you are, which that I know is, is true. Yeah, that is who I am. And, you know, I've been thinking about that as we move into the next few weeks is what do people do? People want to know more about me. I mean, I don't have any airs about me to think that people would want to know anything about my life. But I am curious. You know, we've shared about my military experience. Are there other things that people have just always wondered about? Oh, please do send us. <laughs> what do we want to know about Angie? I mean, I can give you good, bad, and ugly of my life, and I can tell you what I've learned from God about it. I think the fun thing is it's not just, ooh, I want to know about Angie, like from a nosy, but it's kind of like, is she like me? Do we have things in common? Yeah. You know, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. I believe that God put me in this position because he wants me to share the good things he's done in my life. And that sometimes has gone through some really hard times. You know, a lot of people don't know that my husband left and left me alone for three months. And my children were thousands of miles away. They don't know this. They don't know the kind of time that I had during those three months of extreme loneliness. 
and abandonment. I mean, there's some deep stuff there, which I'm healed of now, but still, you know, there's people that are probably going through that stuff and they need to hear how I went through it. So I believe that it's all about God's glory and what he's done in my life. So if you have any questions, I think it would be great to ask those. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. You're getting so good at that. I just think that's your job all the time now. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. <laughs> all right. To end on a high note, it's been wonderful. Talking about God is the best and springtime is right around the corner. I know. I'm so happy. And we're going to get out there and plant things and make them grow. And if nothing else, we're going to get out there and live a renewed and refreshed life, right? Absolutely. And I'm going to go check out those peeps. <laughs> Not for me, maybe for my kids. Yeah, I'll get one and they'll get a knife and a fork and they can each have a bite. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to because they're five inches tall. That's ridiculous. All right. All right, Angie. Have a good week. You too. Bye. Bye. The Shine FM Podcast Network.